0: Hey there, fans of brotherly love wrestling, it is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own The Mecca here. It is the real McCoy, J.D. Axe, Justin D. Exivian. It's your man, C.D., The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, R.J. City. Hey there, brotherly love wrestling. Bill Carr here. Hey everyone, this is two-time guest Wheeler Uda. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things yet. You are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Philadelphia, are you ready? No, oh, said, are you ready? Yes everybody to Rugly Love Wrestling. And on today's show, just me and Joe here, no guests today, but we decided uh well we didn't have anything that we really wanted to talk about. So we're gonna end the show now. Yes, that was it. it that just say hello. We just came on to tell you that and now we're gonna leave and go enjoy the rest of the night. Yes. Bye. Damn. No. Joe? Uh so I thought it might be interesting. I don't know how fun it's going to be. Maybe it'll be fun. Maybe we don't know. To kind of predict, maybe we will go with predict. No, because it's not going to be predicted. That would be it's. It's more of a fantasy book type. I just hate the word fantasy book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot, yeah. I, I get the stigma if it was it, fantasy, yeah. no, it's not fantasy book because we're taking we're taking current storylines, current. Everything that's currently happening, and we're going to try and make it make sense for the rest of the year. So, we're still booking, just we're not going to have not, outlandish. Not, no, like, no, we're going to basically book certain people that are at the top of each company, WWE and AEW, mm-hmm. and we're going to kind of book them. I mean, we'll throw in a couple of wild cards in there too. Book them for the rest of the year to lead them into. Well, for WWE it would be Royal Rumble, and for AEW it would be what's the first one? Full, all in. Full, no, full, full, in, full, full gear is, in is November. That, so that'd be the next one, and then after that would be All In. That's not till uh, Memorial Day weekend, okay? Or Double or Nothing is Memorial Day weekend. All In just passed. No, All Out just passed. We're All Out. On something. Sorry, Maybe we'll go. Half in. Okay. <laughs> half in. Half in, half out. So we'll, we'll, we'll basically go to Jackie. Yeah. So, round. we'll start with the main the main attraction in wrestling. Okay. Do you know who I'm saying? You? I would assume Roman Reigns. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> because if I thought there was anyone bigger than Roman Reigns, there'd be a problem. Yeah. Because as, as good as, as AEW is and their tangents all that. Roman Reigns, let's face it, is the head of the table. He's the head of the table of all wrestling right now. Exactly. It's funny how things have changed. Yes. Yeah. It? Very much so. And people agree on that fact. Not just yeah. It's not just, this isn't just a no. It's not just like a oh yeah he's he's head of the table. because He's out of the table. No, it's like legitimately like the most over and sought after wrestler in the world. Look, I was watching First Take this morning, and Dan Orlovsky came on. For people who watched First Take, they'll know who that is, but. He came on and he had a blazer on and a t-shirt underneath it. He opened up his blazer and he had a Roman Reigns t-shirt on that said Acknowledge Your Daddy. Yeah. And I, I was like, look, mainstream. mainstream. There you go. That's it's, exactly what it is. It's the same thing as suck it. And <laughs> yeah. Stone ESPN Cold. first take is one of the biggest sports shows, without a doubt, on that network. And for him to be wearing an Acknowledge Your Daddy t-shirt made me pop, first of all, because I thought it was great and uh and yeah it that's that's what WWE wants they want that that's what, that's what anybody anybody yes. anybody who runs a wrestling promotion they want to take that step yes to where they're seen i'm surprised that WWE uh, shouldn't be but i am WWE beat out AEW in that fact because of what do you mean like well because i feel that they have already crossed more in again I should say, more into pop culture and more into mainstream than AEW has. AEW, like with was, that, they were never trying to do that, though. That was their whole thing of changing the world and making it all wrestling-based. Yes, but that doesn't mean they don't want to be popular and don't want to have mainstream wear their T-shirts. Well, when you come out and make a statement that you just want to be a wrestling company, that kind of limits you to getting over to the mass majority. That's true, and a, and a very niche audience at that. Yeah, it kind of limits yourself right off the bat. Yeah. When you want to be an entertainment company, that broadens your horizons and you're able to get seen on the red carpet at fucking all sorts of different award shows. Award shows, yeah. and Nickelodeon, and now ESPN. Well, they're also part of the ESPY's category on yeah, ESPN. That's true. So yeah. they've done a good job of continuing to make their brand known cross cultural. Yeah. So where are we gonna start with Roman Reigns? So Roman Reigns, and I think it's no surprise, and this is why I kind of wanted to get it out of the way. Like Roman Reigns because we have the bloodline. We have the new member,
1: uh so of gonna, Roman Reigns,
0: Solo Sikoa. Yes. I'm not gonna really go into him too much. Okay. I'm You're gonna, not gonna go with the bloodline itself? I'm gonna go to bloodline itself, okay. but the bloodline itself, I'm gonna start with Roman, and then I'm gonna work to the Usos and honorary member Sammy. <laughs> okay. But Roman, I think he's done everything and anything there is left to do. I mean, if he just wants – the thing is, he's not really coasting because they're all big matchups that he's in. Yeah. Like, he could theoretically just coast till the end of the year. But I don't know if Roman to the end of the year does anything out of the ordinary unless there's like a surprise comeback or whatnot but I think he's pretty much he's pretty much solidified himself as the champion. If he didn't lose it to Drew over in his home country, I don't see him losing it for the rest of the, the year. All right, so that's why you're really doing Roman Reigns first. Yeah, because, because I don't think he's the, he's the biggest name in wrestling, but I don't think he's going to have the biggest storyline. I think he's kind of just going to coast for the rest of the year. I don't think he's going to get cashed on by theory, cashed in on by theory. I mean, and he really doesn't have anything left to do. I mean, the Royal Rumble's coming up. Then after the Royal Rumble, that's when you're pretty much going to see the build to Mania. Then you're going to know what's next for Roman. And honestly, I think it's Cody. I think it's setting up for Cody, Roman, and Cody wins that title. But that's not the end of the year. I think that's – You think that's Mania? I don't see where else it would fit. Okay. Um, I disagree. I think come Mania, I think it's going to have to be – the family thing, and I think it's going to have to be in Hollywood. It has to be Rock Roman at maybe, but I think without the titles. Now, how are we going to get there without the titles? That's yet to be seen, but um, I agree that Roman has nothing to do for the rest of the year. It's already said that he's probably not going to be in Extreme Rules in Philly in October on October 8th. The next show after Which that, really is no like it's not a big loss no. for what WWE is mean. trying to. Or what they're, they're trying to do now. They're trying to build up more people to where yeah. they're not going to have to have Roman on every side. So they're doing a good job. They're already um, starting to integrate storylines in there that are going to finish out probably in the next couple months. After, after Extreme Rules, you cool. have uh, the Saudi Show. You have Crown Jewel in November, which then will lead... Well, he'll be back for that because he'll be in the take. Yeah. So you'll prou- that'll yeah, probably be the next time we see Roman. Who knows were kind of goofy shit. They're gonna pay for for that one. Yeah, um, but the bloodline. You have anything going forward for that? So the bloodline. I think that, and I think that they've already done a little bit of dabbling and where I could pick up from where they're at. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the bloodline in there, and I'm gonna put Sammy in there, and I'm gonna put KO in. Okay, you're gonna mix KO in. Yeah. So okay. I think what should and needs to happen is they need to strengthen this this tag team division. And you have two people that – and I'm also going to build – I'm going to build past January for Sami Zayn, who now yeah. the Triple H is in charge. So I think Bloodline ends up screwing Sammy, or vice versa. Sammy ends up screwing the Bloodline and screws them with KO. And KO and Sammy end up becoming a tag team. And I think not so much as The Bar, but kind of like The Bar. Overwise and popularity wise. Okay. Two over wrestlers, mm-hmm. put them together. I don't think that they get hurt by this at all. Okay. I think they make it interesting. I think both of them, even if you pair them with the Usos or Usos, or especially if you pair them with the Usos, I think you get nothing but entertainment. And I think you get nothing but really good matches, really good promos. And I think those two, KO and Sammy, put together for a not so much an extended period of time, brief mere a brief period of time. Them and the Usos, they can kind of help revitalize the tag team division, help freshen it up a little bit. I mean you still got the Usos up there, which I don't see changing all that much anytime soon until they get a couple of tag teams other than the three profits that can actually challenge them. And I think KO and Sammy are perfect for that. But after that, I think KO and Samir are successful. I think they defeat the Usos. I think that's that whole thing. I don't know if that happens before the end of the year or not. I don't know if that's a Mania match. I don't know if that's a Royal World match. But either way, I think that's the way it's going to build to, or that's the way I'm building it to. But I'm building it to the fact of the typical WWE thing where I think KO, being as it, it's Triple H, and KO is a great heel when it comes to Triple H's work and letting him go, mm-hmm. I think he does another monumental backstab again on his best friend, Sami Zayn. But in this aspect, KO's not getting to push it. Sami Zayn gets elevated as one of your top baby faces because he's got it in him. Triple H knows that. Triple H has done it before. Sami Zayn had never gotten his baby face run. I think Sami could solidify himself. After a lengthy, maybe three off with KO again, mm-hmm. because you know they can do it, and I think Sammy Zayn gets pushed to upper mid to main. Okay, so because he's he's he's, uh, the under, he's the underdog story that I like hasn't been told yet. I like I like where that went. Um, I'm going to tweak it a little bit. I'm going to keep the bloodline where they are. I'm seeing the bloodline go all the way to um mania. I'm not splitting them up. But I'm seeing Sami Zayn. You're not taking Sammy. A I'm bit? not I'm not gonna uh no not not before the end of the year. Like I'm probably after the end of the year before Mania, but for this sake he's staying with them. I'm gonna use KO in a different sense because what they have done recently with the quote unquote mid card titles. Is I want to give Bobby Lashley and KO a few. because you have KO. He is a workhorse. I don't think right now is the time to give KO a title shot for the big title because of, like we said with Roman, I have him and Bobby. Maybe uh, uh, two or three have him chase a little bit, but then. Become the uh, intercontinental title, in, yeah, intercontinental champion. Excuse me, or U.S. title. Champion? I'm sorry, I meant U.S. Um, come on, get your title, title straight, goddamn yeah, it! Yeah, uh, that's uh, Nakamura. Um, no, so yeah, I want Bobby Lashley versus KO. I think those two will no, be that's magic. Nakamura, That's freaking Gunther. That's right, I forgot. I forgot that was even the come no, on that man. even that match. Um, no, but Bobby Lashley and KO are the two that I see because they want to legitimize. They, they've they been doing these packages. They've been giving Bobby time, but it's been more Bobby's for the crowd too. Exactly, and I think with the prize fighter, even though everyone loves KO back as the prize fighter and he's still getting those cheers, we know how good he is as heel. And going up against now baby face Bobby with the title and being able to work that, I think that works out for KO. Give him his shot. Bobby has had this extended reign and can still have an extended reign. Maybe into Saudi, if not into whatever the December pay-per-view is. I can't think off the top of my head what the December pay-per-view is for WWE, but have him win it there. I think he holds on to the US title. And you can bring back the new face of America and the heel KO with the United States Championship again. And make. And continue to make that title relevant, continue to make it mean something with KO. And again, have more challenges. Now, I don't know what happens to Bobby after he loses, but I don't know if you do Rollins, because Rollins just came off with Riddle, or if you have Riddle be the next one. But probably Riddle KO uh, heel KO would be a little bit obviously better for WWE because they like doing the good, bad. They don't like the gray area. So I would maybe do Riddle, K.O. after that and keep building forward. Um, but as far as K.O., yeah, I I want him more in a singles title. And if he's going to be back to the old prize fighter Kevin Owens, he's going to want gold and he's going to want it by himself. So I can't see the Sami Zayn thing ro- working right away. I'd rather see him go after the U.S. title. All right, I'm going to spin on it. Okay. And, and this will be kind of a fantasy book. What, what? if... For KO, what if he goes into a feud with Theory? And what if it culminates with Theory putting the briefcase up? Which they kind of teased last week on Raw, where they had him come out and talk shit, and then they just fought, which was a great match, by the way. Theory and Owens killed it on Raw. So what if they run that to a point of where Theory puts up the briefcase and Owens takes the briefcase from him? I wouldn't mind that. I would like that as well. And then you have a threatening... Because he already touched on the in that promo. Yeah, he already alluded to him. he's He should have won, but it was Jay's fault. And maybe you get a little bit more interesting that, cash-in opportunities. That would then feed into your Sammy Zayn theory, too. Yes. Because he would then be going up against a bloodline. Yep. So that uh, connects all the dots that way. So I like that. Maybe even more than the... United States title big. I'm just trying to find something. I I mean, I'm trying to find something, whether it's Rollins or Riddle. I'm glad you keep touching on Rollins, because I feel like Rollins is at the point of where if he runs Riddle too much longer, it's going to become stale. Well, you know they're going to go extreme rules, because that's where this is kind of headed. Yeah, and it's going to be... going to get extreme. So in Philly, we're probably getting... Rollins riddle in some kind of gimmick extreme match. Philadelphia street fight or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, what... wait, wait. Before you go, hold on, hold that thought because I just had an idea pop into my head when you said Philadelphia street fight. I lost it. So, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Like this is the type of thing for WWE and Triple H to really be like. Even though we've seen it's his, it's his show and his creative. What if he did, like, all right, we really want to do Extreme, right? And I know they probably wouldn't do this because you're missing out on the live audience. live audience ain't seeing it. So, like, the backstage brawl that they did with Goldust and Piper. But what if they started, because this is such a blood feud, and it's so personal. It's so Extreme. There's only one place this match could start. And because of the Wells Fargo Center. That's a Geno's. No. <laughs> not that far away, though. What if they started... In the ring at the ECW, arena. and they just it would, like yeah, it would never I happen. know, again. It fantasy not, booking it would never happen. Fantasy booking again, you'd but, have a better shot of them starting at Pat and Gino, yeah. I know, but that's the thing that something completely out there and the, the t- rid- put, put them right on the tech honey. <laughs> <laughs> You want to get a Whitman? Um, you can only get this extreme, yeah. Imagine closing the wall. <laughs> Um no imagine how he, many pissed off people there would be. I just feel like it would be think about it, think about the visual of seeing that it would be amazing. I know it would, it never, would be cool happen. if they did it like they did in Manhattan and they actually sold tickets to it and you had a live crowd there. Yes. But that's like, what I'm saying. You would have like to if find, find a way. Like back. if you got a thousand people in there and you're just like, All right, this is where How the fuck are you getting from that's not. a long ass travel? I mean for it's not. You'd have to get into a taxi or an Uber. I don't think there is a taxi, but an Uber to make it to freaking the stadiums from, from there? From 2,300 to, to the stadium. They're not walking. I'm not saying they're walking. But look. Unless they started the match first. That's what I mean. And then they fought. That's what I mean. No, I mean the first match of the night, and they ended up fighting back to that. That's, and- well, and that's what happened with Goldust and Piper. remember? WrestleMania 12. They started at the Hollywood backstage and then moved their way. And you and you can record and that's why I said no no crowd there because you record it. You record yeah, it. You have it to. Have a home, match. It. You can no, do it. an empty arena. No, it's that's why I'm saying it may not work because of the live crowd having to stare at it and not no, I I all like I like the idea, but I wouldn't start at twenty three hundred arena. I would start it at like somewhere a little bit closer that you can still get there. Hmm. Where would be the spot, though? I don't know. Because there's no other spots by there that are like really like well-known. I would, and that's what I'm saying. That That's why I said what, like, empty arena. You started Citizens Bank <laughs> outside in the dugout. Empty <laughs> arena, match. You start at the arena match. That wouldn't be good. Because all you have to do is fight and cross the street and end up fucking in Citizens Bank Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have the Philly fanatic. Game. You could you could really play that up. You could you could shut down Xfinity like Live and have them fight through Stanley Live. That would be pretty cool. Like I I I like the idea, but I don't like them starting that far away. That's twenty three hundred. I mean, it's, it's a hike. They have to get. They have to freaking logistically. You're right. It's a hike. It, yeah, but if they're going to shut cameras early, off, then yeah, they could they could theoretically hop into a car and drive yeah. back. That was my yeah. That was my I, vision. Was the was the backstage brawl that they did in WrestleMania but as well. you dress it like it. ECW? Yes. Since you still yes. own ECW? Absolutely. What I mean, first of all, anyone who's been down to ECW or 2300 Arena, all the banners are still off. All the ECW, oh, yeah. like everything's still there. So you could do it. You could physically do it. If they really, really wanted to, they could do it. And ECW Arena would benefit, or 2300 Arena, would benefit hugely from just having WWE seen there, just like they did when they evolved anniversary. Um, yes, it would never happen. But it'd be fucking amazing for the people of Philadelphia to do something like that. That would be pretty cool. It would. But it's not going to happen. But like, it's going to be a blood feud at Extreme Rules. It's going to be some gimmick. Match. So after Rollins is done with Riddle, unless Riddle wins and they're just going to keep fucking running it back, which I don't think they can. I don't think they, after this, this has got to be the end of it. They have to, yeah, it has to be a blow So where does Rollins go? Where does Riddle go? Depends. If we go the same way you're you said, with KO going after theory for that thing, then maybe you do have because he's been the workhorse, you do give him the go against Bob Lash. Rollins? Rollins. Because he's still healed. Technically. Yeah. And you have a couple of matches. And then there we're leaving out so many people. Like well, McIntyre looks like he's he's set for carrying cross. Yes. So I'm actually intrigued on this. I kind of want to see where it goes. I think carrying cross, if he beats McIntyre, I think it's a huge step for him. Although McIntyre hasn't really had a, like, that great of a winning record. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still winning, but the big matches, he's not really winning. No. So, I mean, you're looking at carrying cross, getting a little push. And you still have Rollins at the top, he's still have a KO near the top. What do you do with Gunther and the Intercontinental player? So, SmackDown, Gunther, and the Intercontinental title. Is Big E coming back at any point in time? I wouldn't think any time soon. Because that would be perfect for me. I would love to see a Big E, Gunther-type feud. Gunther seems like he... I mean, Gunther's... He's kind of weird. Where he can have great matches with the smaller people, but I feel like that match with Sheamus, the the brawling-type match, I feel like that's so much better. Not that five stars mean... Anything, I don't care about five anything. stars, but sir, I would and, I would have given it the same the same star rating. Unfortunately, I would have agreed with fucking dipshit. Yeah, but that match was just entertainment. He's had four five star matches, and they've all been like they've all been though, different, even though yes, they're the same style. So they're here, fucking here. Here's where I go. Different. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna pull something for Gunther, I'm converting Butch back to Pete Don. Okay, and I'm be in turn. And I'm having him turn on. Unfortunately, Sheamus has got a lot of momentum right now. Okay, a lot. Yeah. And I don't want to take anything away from Sheamus, but see, they WWE will always run into this problem. There's always too many people, and they, to run this many meaningful storylines, like you got to look at it. Like Triple H was good at doing this at NXT because he had five storylines that he would run and a couple miniature ones, and those five would make it to you knew what five were making it to the takeover. Yeah, like it's kind of like the same thing. You know what the big feuds are, except he's got a lot more talent to fucking work with, and mm-hmm. more and more airtime. Yeah, and a lot more airtime. Like Sheamus is Sheamus is even though he lost, like that's that's the Sheamus you want at the top when he was fucking winning titles and shit, mm-hmm. main titles, main championships. That's the Sheamus you want, the guy that's beating the shit out of people. And he's got the ten ballots of the drum, whatever that you got that back over. And we like you said, we are leaving a lot of people out. We're we're gonna leave a lot of people out. And you know what? I like this whole Imperium versus what's James's group called? Man, I don't I don't remember. I don't don't remember either. either. I don't know either. But I like this. Yeah. So maybe I don't break it out. Maybe I leave this one off. But if I'm looking for Gunther to do something in the singles realm, mm-hmm. I would really like it to be Pete Dunne as Pete Dunne, and the Bruiserweight comes back. You could split them off, but still, I mean, look, when you have New Day, when they were running hot, you could split them off, and have, they would yeah, have Yeah, but how does he get back to Pete Dunne? Look, he already grew his hair out, hair back. He has his long hair again. He's wearing a no start again? No, I, no, I don't, I don't want to say that for sure. I, I can't say that for sure, but his gear, his attire looks closer to the the bruiser weight now. He has that singlet with the the, All right, like so the, I'll make the I think he's. I I'll think make he's this. Coming, I'll honest. make this simple. Holland and Sheamus have a sit down and be like, "We're gonna need you to. We're gonna. We're gonna need you to step up. We're gonna need him back." And they're like, "And he's like, oh, what are you talking about?'" <laughs> That's a horrible accent. Oh, and Pete Dunn doesn't even fucking talk that much. Oh, so you're he's, gonna have him all of a sudden just talk out of nowhere? No, no, he's gonna be like, What are you th-? Yeah, he'll say, he'll say, What are you talking about? And they'll hand on the mouthpiece. I mean and, aside, that's all, and that's all i have to say. Aside from the horrible ass accent, I like I like the symbolism. You but you don't have Pete Dunn talk. You you say that what you said. You have Rich Holland and you have she- not not in that <laughs> accent though. You have Sheamus and Ridge say that, and you just have him. We need him back. We just have him look puzzled. He doesn't have to say a word, you and then you just have him. No, I don't want him. No, I don't him. I don't need that. Oh. You need him to stay quiet, not say anything, and then just have him look. And you have the camera on him, and just have them put the mouthpiece in front. Crowd pops, and that's it. And then the next thing you see. Is the entrance music and the fucking Bruiserweight logo come up and you're good. And the people go nuts for it. And then, yes, then you can have that. View. But I think... Do they all lose the silly outfits then? I don't mind... Or is it just his alter ego? Yeah, like, I don't mind Could Ridge. Be like I don't mind sort of Ridge Weird dressing of... like that. I don't mind Seamus dressing like that. Could it be like a weird fucking Finn Balor thing? Like, he turns into the Bruiserweight? No, I think he has to go back fully. No, no, no. What if he's like Butch, and then he's also the Bruiser? Or if he's Butch and Pete Dunn? like Finn Balor is Finn Balor and the Demon? It's a hell of a lot easier to get into that character than the Demon face paint. He so face paint. Just uh, a change a single. I yeah, I guess. I'm, I mean, let's make so this. We're a, bugging this, so whatever you want to do. Let's let's flip over real quick. Okay. I like where we're going so far, so I'm going to set us back a couple feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's book the remainder of the year for Braun Strowman. I want to hear what you got to say. I have this. nothing, nothing. I want you to do this. Okay, good, because I have almost. You almost is doing absolutely nothing right now. You still have, technically, uh, him with MVP. Um, is Roland, he hurt? I don't know, and I can't say for sure that he is or isn't. I don't. Maybe he is, and that's why we're not seeing him. Or maybe they just have nothing for him but you brought Braun back to destroy all those tag teams, which a part of me liked, but a part of me felt like you're diminishing those tag teams. Um, Again. Yes. Uh, but if I'm going to have Braun do something, at least have him help out Omos and have a big man versus big man match. Granted, are you going to have the best selling? Hell no, well, so you in the He was in the Money in the Bank ladder match, and they had the freaking. Seven on one of them to get them down. Yeah. So, but I that's, think he got hurt. He might have gotten hurt, and this might be irrelevant if that's the case. But that would be my booking because. So, what would you have? You'd have Bron come out, and destroy people. Almost come out, and then more people come out. He would destroy them, and then they would have the stare down. So there would be like twenty-five bodies on the floor. Yeah, all those people that you had running around aimlessly after the fucking twenty-four-seven title. Oh, man. Oh, sorry, for sorry, for sorry for Gulak. Yes, friend. sorry, but yeah. I, I'd have all. Not, uh, so you'd have them standing, and our truth would end up running in the middle, of them and be like, "Oh, fuck. yeah, basically." That I, I would. would I wouldn't book a... them as a comedy, but all those people you use as the comedy act, I'd have them destroy them instead of Alpha Academy, who's fucking amazing, and have uh Gable and and Otis, who are great, who haven't got their shot. Who I again? Don't, I don't really want to see the Alpha Academy anymore. I want to see Otis. oh Otis Otis. Kind of just. What? Go away? Wash him away. You'll let go of this. No, I want to bring back Jason Jordan. Well, um, that's not happening. What? Dude, every other person has come back from neck problems. Yeah, usually after years. <laughs> like, He's younger. He is younger. But I mean, everyone isn't the same either. And I agree. If he were healthy, yes, I agree. Jason Jordan and Gable, yes, I would want back, but I don't see oh, that Mary happening. That would be great. They, yeah, they absolutely they would, would that would revitalize a tag team division. It would be a yeah, it, be be like, it sure. would be like a new age fucking angles pro, the uh, like Benjamin and Haas, mm-hmm. world's greatest tag team. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So I don't want to get keep going further and further down the card for WWE, even though we you have a to lot of people. Be. I want to get to AEW. We need to get to the women's division. Let's I, take the, all right. Let's get the, the women's division. division. Yes. So, are we setting up for Bailey and Bianca? Yes, 100%. I don't know which way I want to take this. I don't know. I kind of like the Bailey faction type thing. I kind of like factions. I kind of like factions that actually mean something. And I kind of like when the leader of a faction is also a champion. It legitimizes the faction even more. So what, Bianca do you, you don't I, want Belair to lose the title? I don't know if I want her to lose the title because she's such a physical specimen where she can legitimately beat up all three of them. Uh, I 1,000% want Bianca to lose the title. Yeah, because you like when the face chases. Exactly. So the face chasing makes more sense. But when Bianca loses, does she chase anymore or does she have to go to the back of the line? <laughs> but with The back of the line is never the back of the line. The back of the line is like three steps down. Yeah. Um No, Bailey. Just, it's Bailey's time. I think she's put in her time. She's far and ahead the superior of that group, and that's not a knock, but it's just the truth. Yeah. She's thicker. She looks like the star. She is the mouthpiece. Did you piece. say thicker? Yes. Like uh, I don't mean like that. <laughs> thicker as in bigger. Her <laughs> arms are bigger. Her legs are bigger. She looks like the bigger person. Dakota Kai is very small, or the, again, the th- Eo Sky is—they're very small in stature compared to Bailey when they stand next to. Him. I thought you were talking about the horsewomen. No, 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 no. Let's go see. Charlotte's like six eight. No, no, I'm talking about her faction. About okay, uh, yeah. So I digress. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. She stands I would, like, completely different. As, as him, you lost me as soon as you said she's thicker. Oh, That's okay. your first fucking. <laughs> yeah. No, but she is. You know, I mean, she has she has that bigger look to her over those two girls. Well, yeah, I think. Well, she's she, the it's, star of the freaking. Yeah, but she she's a de- Hogan. She deserves to have the title. She had. She is now back. I love this character. I loved it when she first uh, got it before she got injured. And as soon as she tore card. down those fucking inflatable thingy, waving inflatable arm, uh-huh. playing two men. Yes. I don't know if I said that all in the correct order, but you did, did a lot guy. better than me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Bailey. Win. I think Bailey should win. And uh, yeah, like you said, I like the babyface chasing. I don't like the babyface champion. I think it's boring. He's the champion over at SmackDown. The women's champions live. And what comes next for Liv? I'll tell you what. That match made yeah. me really sold on Liv with her and Baszler. Yeah. Her and Baszler. That, was the like, one. that helped legitimize that title run. Huh? Mm-hmm. So what does she do now? Like, you can't give her to like uh, Ronda. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Ronda's not as good as although Ronda. Ronda looked very good and more comfortable than I've seen her since WrestleMania 35 run this past Friday on SmackDown. I think because again the Triple H era, letting her be her, letting her be more of she be who Liv? she wants to be. I don't mind it because Liv got her has her run so far. I don't want to call it transitional, who come, but who comes back to kind of? I mean, is it Charlotte that comes back for fucking Ronda? I'm gonna ask you this, okay? And I was see if you, you agree. I know, but I, because you said Charlotte, it popped into my head. It might only be me, and you might think I'm crazy. People might think I'm crazy. I could mm-hmm. never see Charlotte Flair in a WWE ring again. I'm completely it. I'm done with. Is Charlotte that a Blair. question or a statement? Do you agree? No. You think? Do you think that WWE would suffer if she never came back? Do I think that they would suffer? The machine's going to keep moving regardless. I know that, but I'm just saying. I don't like. Don't get me wrong. She's amazing in the ring. I get it. She's uh, Charlotte Flair. I don't dislike Charlotte. I don't miss Charlotte. I kind of do. Do you really? Yeah. I don't. I think Charlotte's got that larger than life, like, can encapsulate an audience like that, mm-hmm. no matter what she's doing. Yeah. And I think I that's missed greatly with Becky out. Bianca's doing a great job holding the fourth down. I mean, Bailey's not on Charlotte's level when it comes to polarized. No, no, so you're not, right. No, I Charlotte's agree. the biggest one. Becky's one a when it comes to polarizing. Sasha's up there. T- I mean, Bailey. If anything, I is- think that hurts. I think Sasha hurts more than Charlotte. Yes, because of the Charlotte was basically just on a vacation. Uh, they did fucking Sasha in Miami. Dirt. I mean, that's a different story altogether. Yeah, but I think, I think they still have. That, the four horsewomen, they have so much more left in the tank. They have so many more years of being absolutely phenomenal. I think Charlotte with Becky and Sasha and Bailey, I think they have so much more. And they're your elevators. They elevate that division greatly. There's a lot of good role players, and there's a lot of good off-the-bench players. But those four, they're your big four. When it comes to that division, now they you actually, are your your pillars. Yeah, you yeah. you mix in Ronda, huge name, huge star outside of the WWE, but you put her in there. That's good business. Yeah, I mean, then you have all the other role players. You have all the other people that are getting there, that are getting to that level, but they're still mm-hmm. not at that level yet. I don't, I don't think they're they're at that. I like I said, I think Bianca's the closest one. To where that, she, that is she, outside the horsewoman. woman. Out of the horsewoman that yeah. can carry a brain. 100%. I agree. I agree but I that. also like when a face chases as well. Mm-hmm. I think it adds more layers to their character and when you can beat adversity, that's what you want to see a baby face through. So yes. the baby face chase is alright with me. But I do not agree at all that I wouldn't miss Charlotte. i I. I'm not saying, like, oh, I wish she would come back today. But I'm saying, like, Charlotte, when she's there, everything feels bigger. Everything feels like it means. Okay. And she's done a lot, a lot, maybe too much when it comes to winning t- championships, which I don't agree with. But she's done a lot when she was, when she's in the ring, when she's performing with anybody. She could take the lowest level. Remember, I mean, she did for Carmella. I think that kind of hurts her every now and then, though. And even Flair has said this. And I know, obviously, that's her dad. So, of course, she's going to say this. But I feel like there are times where she's in there with people that she's trying to elevate that just don't have that talent. Yeah. It holds her back a little bit. And I'm not saying that the other women aren't talented. No, no. I don't don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all. I know it's it's a Homer standpoint. I mean, the people that she's elevated have deserved it, and they've gone on to do things. Like, I'm, that Carmella. I mean, Carmella was there. She's not great by any stretch what, of imagination. But like she where has she elevated to since working with Flair? Well, she hasn't because there's so many other women that have elevated above her. And she's also doing – she's more off-screen than on-screen. I don't see – I like, those – and that's the thing. I don't want to sound like that the women – like – that are not Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Bianca, uh, like, uh, Becky, suck. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a level that those five are at. Yeah, And then there's not, the rest. Yeah, but it's not all in ring work. I mean, because a lot of them have that in ring work. It's that, their, it's, uh, Carmella's very good on the money. I will yeah. give her that 100%. She's not, she's not like necessarily a lengthy champion material. Material, I guess. but... I mean, any of those women in that division can... There were matches where I would watch the match, and maybe this is where I fell off on Charlotte. Because they would have her in all these matches trying to elevate and trying to make people better, and you only get better by the reps in the ring and, and getting in there with some of the best. I felt like it held Charlotte back, and I felt like it made her look weaker because she was so good. And she was so much better than the person on the other side of the ring that it slowed her down. You can see her thinking. You can see her waiting. That's what I had the problem with. And that's why I think I lost it. Okay, so you have more – you have a more diverse and more women that she can go against now. Would you still feel that same way if she was against the Sky? Probably not. Dakota Kai. I mean, Dakota Kai has done a lot better. she's. I mean, those are – Matches that Charlotte could elevate and still win, Mm -hmm. where she can even eat a pin and lose to uh, one of the two on TV, but not probably not a pay per view. But she can still elevate plenty of women in this division, like Aaliyah. Aaliyah's one. I'm still Mm. exactly that. That noise that you made right there. You're picking one where I'm like, all right. Well, and no, that's what I'm saying. There are certain women I see on there to where I'm just, I, I have that reaction. That I don't think made, Gonzalez is that great either. Um, I, think, I think she's further than Aaliyah is. I think, not that that's saying a lot, and, but it's I not. think she's she's further. I don't think they should have won a spider. Yes, I, I sort of agree with that because of... Sort of. Yeah, sort of because I feel the like... The better wrestlers been one. You sort of agree with that. The better wrestlers and in the better faction. They didn't... But they don't... They didn't need that because they're being elevated by Bailey every single night. Yeah, but... And, and yes, that they're but here's the, different. Here's the thing. Here, I'll spin this back to where you're going to agree with me no matter what. Okay? <laughs> okay. okay. Who did you just take the tag titles off of? The women's tag titles? Yeah. Who, who just left? And, oh, Sasha and... Okay, so... They wanted to do something with those titles. They wanted to make them mean something. Yeah. Now, is it a slap in their face to give them to two people that aren't going to elevate these titles? They're not going to elevate them. You can tell me any amount of things that you want to tell me. Who would have elevated those titles better? Would it have been Dakota and EO, or would it have been uh, Aaliyah and Raquel? Who would have helped elevate that better? They would have. Who's they? Go ahead. Oh, EO and – I'm sorry. Exactly. So why would you lose – two of your best female or not even female, best competitors in your whole company. And then you decide to start all the way at the bottom and give it to a tag team that isn't going to elevate. You needed to give it to a tag team that was already quasi elevated and had the potential, already had the potential built in to elevate these tag titles, to make them actually mean something, which is what you wanted to do to begin with, which is what should have been done. When Sasha and Naomi had them, so in the sense that they that Raquel and Aaliyah won, someone that you're saying all of the bat and I agree with, uh, but you said it, so I'm going to make sure that people know that <laughs> Aaliyah's not that good. No, not you're yet. Not, you're not not, the best. Yet. not yet. No, who's good? The two we already said. Yeah, yeah. So I don't see the point in having them trying to elevate themselves while they're champions when they're they're already behind the eight ball. Um, it doesn't make much sense to me in a business standpoint or in an entertainment standpoint. Like your these championships, you don't want to be a joke. Uh-huh. But when you look at it with plain eyes, it's not good. So therefore, it's a joke. Uh, I I look at it. I get what you're saying, and yeah, they could have ele- would they have elevated them better? Of course they would have. The, the name that they're with would help them elevate better. Like I said. But uh, I feel like now more yeah. than ever, it's sink or swim, and I think that might be the but mindset. Are Raquel and Aaliyah are they baby faces? Uh, I want yes. to say yes, yeah. So yeah. one not the baby faces chasing to try and elevate themselves against. Yeah, but you're not going to do that with every title. Like, yeah, you, 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 you can need, have to switch you, it up a little. You bit. need to do that with the. Yeah. It, it, Bianca's already elevated. Right. So she doesn't necessarily need the chase because she's already pretty much a star. Pretty much yeah. a big star. Yeah. But who should chase are the people that need to get better and the people that they need to see adversity from. <laughs> they need to get invested. Better. Honestly, if I was going to put them on anybody that was not named Dakota and Io, it would have been Alexa and Asuka. True. Because there's the two that needed them. If you were still gonna keep this faction thing going with the three all three with Bianca and Bailey with both of them, yeah. there's the couple that I that needed that need the titles who haven't had anything recently. You have a Alexa Bliss who came back who still carrying around the doll, but yet is still Alexa Bliss, and you don't know where she is. Asuka hasn't been used right in a while, but she's still Asuka, she's still entertaining, she's still dancing to other people's theme music as they come out. But those So then you have all the titles on that and you then can run against... Then you have a heel chase. Exactly. Could have been interesting too. So either way, we both agree that that wasn't the right step for the tag team. No, and I think injuries have a lot to do with that too. You had two sets of teams who got injured during that tournament that we obviously don't know if they would have factored into a deeper run or not, but I'm sure that didn't a help. that. yeah. I'm sure that didn't help. All okay. right, so let's go to AEW. Let's do it. Very WWE heavy so far. Yeah, I know, but WWE's got a lot more going on. True. I uh, know. Uh, well, well. I'll take that back because there's some sort of scrum that happened. But I just don't understand what the fuck a scrum is. So uh, let's go with the tournament. The tournament. I don't name, mind the name. The uh, name the combatants. You're gonna do that. I'm so glad that I. I was ready for it, at least this time. Um, what? Uh-huh. Oh, I was going to say Sammy Darby, if you already know, Yeah, who won that one. Yeah. So it was uh Hangman, Danielson, Guevara, and Allen. Moxley and Jericho had the first round buys. Moxley's the champion. No, he's not. Just oh, he's the champion. That's yeah. So they stripped him. And he's in, he got the first round by, him and Jericho the first round by. I forgot that fucking I forgot Moxley wasn't the champion. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, so um we had Guevara and Allen on Rampage. We had Hangman and Brian on Dynamite. So we have now Jericho Bryan and we have Guevara, or uh yeah, Guevara um Moxley, Moxley coming up. <laughs>
1: I and mean, it's the, the only, Grand
0: Slam Tournament of Champions. So the only logical, the only logical is Danielson Moxley. It's the only way to go. I don't care about the Jericho Appreciation Society facing each other, but give me the BCC against each other. I know it's been ran once, but it's one of those ones where it's so nice. Why don't we do it twice? And Sammy Guevara, I want to fucking get hit by a fucking <laughs> car. I mean, I'm sorry, but you not die. But I just I, fucking hate the dude so much. I've I'm never not seen you I, hate somebody more since, than Del Rio. Yes, since Del Rio, like like this. History. I just, I just, fuck, resonated with me. I just, he looks like a shitty person. He looks like a piece of shit. And the fucking match with uh, him and his fucking new wife versus uh, Ruby and uh santana Mm -hmm. or ortiz ortiz uh dude he's just a scumbag like he fucking legit dropped it right on her head yeah he's such a like you don't protect no one like he's a fucking waste get like i don't understand like everyone that fucking has gone through shit like this guy like oh yeah he had to go to what was the fucking bullshit that tony khan sent him to it was probably sensitivity a, training. Yeah, sensitivity That's fucking right, I training. About that. Such bullshit. He didn't do that. He didn't do it. I mean, you can't fucking say he didn't do it. You don't, don't know. It that. doesn't look like he did it. What do you mean it doesn't look like he did it? Because his it on-screen character is a dick. He didn't do some sensitivity his training. Off, his off-screen character is probably a fucking dick too. See, you have to say probably because you don't know. You can't just say either that. way. I don't care about Sammy Guevara. This isn't. This is the fucking. So anyway, this look, is worse we're than this anyway. So, okay, well he gets fucking run over by a fucking Zamboni, <laughs> and Moxley's driving. So you're having Moxley or, completely uh, I'm destroyed. Sorry. I'm having Moxley beat the living balls off of Guevara until he goes down to fucking the lowest of low card he could possibly do. And Danielson and Jericho. So I'm having Danielson beat Jericho, obviously. And then you're having who win the title? Uh, Danielson. Okay, so Danielson gets his first AEW champion. Yeah, I think Moxley's been the torch carrier for AEW for a long enough. The summer and, of Mox, huh? is over. the summer of Mox. Yeah, the summer of George is over. Um <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson could fucking easily carry the company too. Easily, he's fucking one of the most over-rest- over 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 wrestlers in the fucking world. Still, does this put a strain on the BCC? No, If he he, wins. No, 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 not at all. I think they're they're such a tight group that I think this is a gentleman's fight, but it's still brutal because they both want to win, but I think a handshake at the end does all well and good here, and I don't think you really need to break up this group Okay, any point in time. I think, no, I don't even know if you need to break them up, even in the near future. If anything, they're probably going to add on to it with Garcia, which I'm okay with. If Garcia somehow comes in, and you want to want to make it so it's Danielson wins. He comes in and calls Jericho and you get Danielson versus Jericho and Daniel or Garcia versus Jericho and Garcia ends up in the BCC there. We'll book that one. That's November. That might as well take us to December too for the main title. The whole thing with CM Punk still up in the air. Well, they're saying I'm gonna believe it just for the sake of kayfabe, the injury, or the or just everything thousands. because the they're saying month. six to eight months for the injury. Yeah, that's fine. But I mean, six to eight months kind of sucks because. All right. So before we keep continue booking, do you want to see CM Punk back in 80 Uh, what what version am I gonna get the version of it? Just fucking buries people. Yeah, yeah. You want him to be the complete play into what just what just happened? Best in the world. Yeah. Okay. Let him be best in the world again. Minus Heyman, obviously. Well, uh, yeah. Let him be the asshole. Let him be the complete asshole and just completely. Fans want to him, except for Chicago. Well, that's not necessarily true. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing I would change um, at September twenty first, the Grand Slam, where this title match is going to happen. Is I have, like you said, um, Danielson against Moxley. Okay. And I, again, hard-fought battle, like you said. I have Brian standing strong, and I have NJF come out and beat the shit out of Brian after the match and win the title. Because he has that poker chip. Is the poker chip like the money in the bank? He can take it anytime he wants. Or that, does it have to is be, it, a, a, it might be a does match? Does it have right? to be a match? It. I think maybe you're right. I'd rather it that way, to be honest, because it'd be the slimy thing to do. Danielson finally win the title and then him take it away. But I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think you're right. I think it has to be an a, a actual title match like set up. It's not Money in the Bank. So yeah, so that goes, there goes that. But then he could do... I mean, he could do that I anyway. Feel like, I feel like... It's all shitty timing because I the Punk like, thing. yeah I think it was all meant to be MJF beating Punk yeah and winning the title. I don't think it feels the same if he beats anybody else. I really don't. I don't think it's the same feeling that you want. I think it's still a good feeling. Like cool, yeah. I think he's gonna do great as champion. Mm-hmm. No matter whoever, whatever he's character he's playing. Yeah, I think MJF will do really well. But I think that title win isn't gonna be as It's not going to give you that feeling that you would have felt because the promos leading up to it, the story, the everything that has kind of been building towards this, it's not the same. They have to kind of scurry together to try and make it make sense. Mm -hmm. But I I still don't think even if they do try and backtrack, because really, Brian Danielson and MJF have had no fucking real interaction interaction or or anything. It's been all MJF, Punk, MJF, Wardlow. I mean... It's just I I don't book MJF for the rest of the year. Not me personally. I mean I'm sure he will be, mm-hmm. and I don't know how, but I I can't book him right now to where it's going to feel the same as him beating opponent. Um. So I want to book. I, I'm interested to see what your opinion is on the stagnant. Women's division? Uh, no. Tag division? No. Stagnant trio division? No. Stagnant Miro. I mean, yes, but no. That's not what I was saying. What the fuck are you trying to get with? Uh, I was actually going with Wardlow. Oh, you think Wardlow stagnant? I think his momentum has it's been has it's, it's severely taking a hit since. And when he said it in my head, I was like, "That's gonna hurt." And that's when he came out and cut the promo that. I don't want the title if CM Punk don't have the title. I don't need that title. I don't need the big title. I'm going after the TNT championship. That, to me, was a giant blow because the one saying we always hear since we were kids is, you get into wrestling to win the big title. If you're not in wrestling to win the championship, why are you winning? And he went after the TNT title instead of going after the world title. Oh, that's the way he was and uh, I don't, uh, I understand that, but it's just the momentum of Wardlow. And don't, don't get me wrong, he's still over. People are still chanting his name as he walks out. He's still the champion, the TV champion. I just feel like this guy was rocket to the back and gone, and then. Someone pulled the parachute. And he's, he's coming back down the earth. Well, just, here's the thing: everybody pulled the parachute that is above him because they had so they had an overflow of talent that they needed to get on TV that there was no room for Wardlow at the top. You mm-hmm. mean everyone just kept pushing him down? Adam yeah. Cole pushed. Daniel Bryan pushed. Cesaro pushed. Uh, Moxon pushed. Everybody's pushing him back down because everyone pumped, pushed. Mm-hmm. MJF. Somehow he beat him and he still pushed him down. He leapfrogged him and yeah. then he pushed him back down. Yeah, everybody is pushing him back down. He's in the mid card. Yeah. He's in the mid card because he's not at that caliber and he's not over enough. And, he, and obviously, Tony Khan doesn't see the big marketing in him yet, like all of his other toys that he has. I mean, it's really. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with Wardlow, and I think Wardlow's. I don't. I like Wardlow a lot. I love what he was doing up until the point to where. Here's the thing I mean, the TNT title. with Wardlow, although I do think I'm going to put Wardlow in the same category as Jade Cargo. Okay. I think that, although Jade's probably a little worse because she's beaten everybody and I don't see who's beaten her for that title yet. I don't see it. I don't see what they're role- doing. I've said this a thousand times on our show. I know for a fact, and that's, they need to find a way. And I know she's probably on the contract of getting Camille, Camille from the NWA. I don't think that that is going to be a big enough talent to beat her. Unfortunately, I don't think that that's going to be the talent that beats her. I think you need – at this point, she's elevated to the point of where she's beaten everybody. She's beating bigger names than Camille. So you need someone who's got an even bigger name to beat her. Like, she's basically well, – she's running through that division. How, how quickly did she from – debut to where she is, get to be where you think they need a big name to be her. Like, pretty quickly. she They, was did, pretty it. they, did, it. Quickly. they did that just, just like that's why I put Wardlow, in that, Wardlow and shot that's up. why I think they need to get their hands on Camille. Because I think they need to build Camille to get up to that point because of just the vision of Camille standing in front of her. In front of Jade itself sells tickets period and i think you need to build that and get that story even if it's a collab between nwa and and AEW. although i feel like with the whole thunder rose situation that bridge may be burnt but still like that is the one person in wrestling i see aside from a obvious uh, sasha or her big name like naomi or somebody else camille could be that person because AEW has built Jade from now, nowhere. They can build Camille from nowhere mm, as well. I don't think they can. I honestly I don't think they can. I think they're, they're wells running dry on who they can build and make substantial because look at who they've tried to. I mean, how invested are you in Hook? Me, personally, is completely different than the rest of the AEW mm, fan base. That's just a live fan base. I don't know. I, I Honestly, I don't know. I don't think that they have The, here's what I'm going to say. I don't think that bringing someone in that you're going to have to build is the answer because then you're going to take months and months to actually build them. I don't think you're going to get Camille to skyrocket like Jade. Jade had the personality. I don't think Camille had, unfortunately I don't think Camille has the same aura around her as Jade does. I think Jade got there because she had a personality. She said what was on her mind and I think she was really good at it. She had the mouth to back it up. And I think that was kind of like the perfect, she had the look in the mouth. I think that was the perfect storm, no pun intended, for her. And with Wardlow, I don't know. I like, Wardlow's beatable, at least for the most part. But I don't know who they put in his path to actually put a challenge on. Because I don't think Wardlow should be putting on any banger matches with like Darby Allens and and even even though I love Orange Cassie, like I don't think Wardlow should be like bumping and, and selling not necessarily, for... not necessarily bumping or selling, but I think he I think it hurts him because I think that they're gonna need a and like here. Like you the perfect person for Wardlow is Cass, or whatever his new name is. Because Marcy. Yeah, Marcy. Because he's now your biggest guy mm-hmm. in AEW. Seven foot tall. And you can't teach him. You can't teach it. You just can't. We've, we've been told that numerous times. We can't teach that. I, I Seven foot tall. But he's a lot different than he looked when he was in WWE. He Look. is a fucking physical specimen now. And he is the that. type of person that, mean, big. He's the type of guy that can beat. Um, and I feel like they might need that. Not so much big as in stature, but big as in name. Because you're not going to get too many other women that are fucking bigger than Jade Cargill. But you are going to get bigger names. And I feel like stature-wise, you're not going to get it. But name-wise, you're going to have to pull some magic out of your ass and find someone because Jade's almost untouchable to anybody that's on that roster. All right, so right now, going forward, it's hard to see anything for Jade because of the landscape of the women in AEW. And just their lackluster. Wardlow, I like Morrissey a lot. I I love Stokely's crew. Uh, you got the Gun Club. You have um, Lee Moriarty. You have Marcy. Um, MJF. And, well, obviously, MJF. And is there one more? No. That's it, right? Either page. Either page. Thank you. So I like that collection of kind of misfits all put together, with the exception of MJF, who's not misfit. But he kind of. He's like the leader the of the group. He's the leader of the misfits. Yeah. Um, I love that group. And I think that is a good way of piecing storylines together of sending them out. Now, like you said, the tag team pitcher, it's two two teams. It's Swerve and Our Glory and it's the Acclaim. Uh we kind of went over that with Bill last week as far as them maybe running it back. I think actually they're running it back the twenty first at Green City. Mm-hmm. None of these teams are actually the number well Swerve in our glory is the
1: the champions. champions.
0: Yeah. But the number one contenders have yet to get a shot. Yes, I know. And I don't think they want to pull the trigger because I don't think that they want them to lose. Well, I think you have or to. Or they don't want to give them any more belts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. I mean, you have to keep FTR where they are and yeah, but here's the, the way thing. they are. FTR is, was riding a hot streak. Mm-hmm hot streak, banger, it's a banger, it's a banger. Even in you singles. Don't want to fizzle that out. And I think that's kind of their way of not fizzling it out, is to the breaking them up and going singles and still keeping them relevant. I think that's their only shot right now, because once they actually put them in tag team matches, they they should win. Well, and knowing that, I think the other thing that's hurting AW a little bit is the injuries. Well, oh, of course injuries, but that's hurting all of wrestling. Um, I'm digging Ring of Honor. The the lack of Ring of Honor show of a television show where you're going to get a lot of that talent onto its own show, yet yeah, that's taking up a lot of spots. And don't get me wrong, they're great spots because Dustin and, and uh Trey? no, not that Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. Oh and Claudio was great. And then Claudio and Dax was amazing. Like, they're doing great ROH matches. Garcia and Yuta just wrestled again. I want Garcia won the title. Yeah, he won the title. He won the pure title off of Yuta. Like, things like that. I want to see a Ring of Honor television. I want to see the well, yeah, hour shows. Course. And I, that way... Is that what you're going to book? You're just going to book ROH getting their own TV? <laughs> well, no, I'm just going to fancy book this. You're going to spend millions of dollars. Yeah. You're going to get a network to invest, and you're going to be on TV. I'm just saying with Rampage, why I'm with Rampage, now you're able to get a lot more of those other storylines that Ring of Honor may be taking up because they have their own show. So now you can fit in more storylines, get more people on TV, on Dynamite, and on Rampage, because you have Ring of Honor set aside for their show. However, if it's going to be an hour or whenever it is. So I think that's the other thing. Kind of holding AEW back is them still trying to find a home for AEW, for Ring of Honor TV. It's no secret that they have an abundance of talent. And the problem is they have too much talent and not enough time. Yes. The WWE has too much talent with a shitload of time. Yeah, but it's, people. it's being utilized. Yeah, it's being utilized, lot. but you still have people that you still are trying. they're doing a better job, of, obviously. Yeah, but I you, think with- your main players are in much more meaningful storyline now yes. that's actually intriguing. Yeah. You can only get so many main storylines to be intriguing with two hours of television or three hours of television. Yeah. Yeah. With a full ass roster that could be taking up. Like they got almost the same size roster. It feels like. I think they I think you're right. I think they do have a same the amount of people they have, I think you're right. I mean, WWE might have them by a little bit, but not not much. It's pretty damn close. So I'll make a couple bookings towards from AEW, and we'll jump back to WWE. Okay, so we're running pretty damn long here. So All right, so bear can, with us. We can end on this one. Okay. Royal Rumble hits. Okay. We're in the new year. I think we see a couple turnups from AEW back to WWE. And they are? Andrade. Okay. Alistair. Uh, I'm not going to believe that one. Why not? Because I believe it's conditional, and I think if you see him again, he'll be back in the AEW. Like I said, those are my predictions. Mm, I see Andrade. I'll give you Andrade for sure. Uh, Mira? No, no. I think Miro's finally starting to catch, catch a little bit. He's on TV. He was on TV last couple weeks. So, no, I'm not going to say Miro. I don't even know. I think Andrade's the best pick, honestly, for you. I think that's the best one. I don't. I think like that might might be it. Hmm. And I think we'll see by that point, if not that night, I think we see Bray Wyatt at the Royal Rumble, if not beforehand. That at the latest. Yes. Because I feel like if you're going to bring him back, he needs to be at Mania. Because this is Hollywood. So you need to at least have him getting into a feud by that point going forward for Mania. So if we don't see him at Extreme Rules, Saudi or the... uh, I hope we don't see him at Saudi. I mean, depends on how much money the prince is putting up for this. Not only that, but if they want to actually make it meaningful and not a bunch of one-offs, Saudi is the place. They just did it over at Clash of the Castle. Yep. In Cardiff, Wales. Yeah. What so, do you mean to him? Hmm? I don't remember my line from earlier. No. 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 <laughs> I refused it. <laughs> all right. At all. I think that's it. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, thank you for watching. And we'll be talking to And listen it, soon. if you and, don't watch. And, of course, listen. Thank you. Welcome everybody to Ruggly Love Wrestling, and on today's show, just me and Joe here, no guests today. But we decided—well, uh, we didn't have anything that we really wanted to talk about, so we're going to end the show now. Yes, that was it. it. That just say hello. We just came on to tell you that, and now we're going to leave and go enjoy the rest of the night. Yes, bye. See you no Joe uh, so I thought it might be interesting I don't know how fun it's going to be maybe it'll be fun maybe we don't know to kind of predict